Welcome to the Josh Scanlon Podcast. This episode first appeared as a video on my YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash heritage wealth planning. I hope you find it informative. Thanks. Are you ready to rumble? Vanguard and Fidelity. They're going to duke it out from Duke, as a matter of fact. How ironic. Uh, Vanguard versus Fidelity, comparison of the index funds and ETFs, the two largest fund families. All right. So we've got a couple of familiar with Ed Tower. Not familiar with Rona Zhang or Chong Li. Sichuan uh, University is Chong, and uh, Rona Zhang is a North Carolina School of Science and Math. I don't know. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, but anyway, but I'm familiar with that tower. So the Economic Research Initiatives at Duke, the working paper series, and there's their uh, their identity there, uh, Erudidio and Eh Religion. So that's something, probably truth and religion. You've got a cross in there. Isn't that weird that the... Uh, <laughs> Just weird how the university was all based on Christianity, and now they're just uh, they flee from it as if Christianity led them to be anti-science, and yet Christianity is what allowed these universities to exist to begin with. Strange. All right, so let's uh, read about this. Uh, we got Lee as a PhD candidate at Sichuan University and a visiting scholar at Duke. Towers, the uh, professor of economics at Duke and a long-term visiting professor at someplace in, I guess, China. Zhang is a senior at the North Carolina School of Science and Math and will be a freshman at Northwestern. Abstract. This paper compares Fidelity and and Vanguard on 21 comparable funds in five aspects. Performance, tax efficiency, cost diversification, benchmark, and tracking uh, precision. The conclusions are as follows. Okay, so here. So what is your take? Who's going to win? Vanguard or Fidelity? Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. I'm going to tell you, I think it's going to be Vanguard. I haven't read the paper yet, but I just think it's going to be. So let's see. Uh, the difference between them, uh, pre-tax return is small, but Vanguard is a clear winner in after-tax return. Interesting. Uh, second, Vanguard is much more tax efficient than Fidelity. Fidelity. Third, for the cost, for the cost, Fidelity has lower expense ratio than Vanguard in all sample funds, while Vanguard has lower turnover, which would lead to the better after-tax, uh, more tax efficient and after-tax return. Uh, both Vanguard and Fidelity have their own short-term redemption fee policy. Vanguard funds are more diversified and should reduce uncompensated risk. And Fidelity funds have higher tracking precision. All right. But the difference is small. In 2004, Zhang and Tower wrote a paper comparing the, uh, oops, uh, the performance of the two largest mutual funds, Vanguard and Fidelity, over a long horizon. The U.S. fund industry has changed dramatically, as shown in Exhibit 1 to Exhibit 3, according to data from the investment company Fatbook. The number and total net assets of mutual funds rose rapidly while the fund's expense ratios have dropped sharply. At the same time, in Exhibit 4, since 2000, the share of Americans owning mutual funds has risen and remained above 40%, indicating that mutual fund investments played an important role in the asset allocation of American households. All right, so there's a number of mutual funds from 1997 to 2017, so that's a lot. Total net assets, let's make this bigger here. Total net assets of uh, U.S. registered mutual funds, 1998 is $5.53 trillion, and now it's $18.75 trillion. Man, that's nuts, man. That's crazy. Uh, uh, let's see. Here's the expense ratios have dropped from 0.99 uh, to equity to 0.59 equity funds. <laughs> Uh, hybrids are down from 0.89 to 0.7, and bond mutual funds 0.76 to 0.48. Uh, and that's that's a good chart, but don't be caught unawares that if you take out the index funds, 
the fees are still quite high for equity mutual funds and bond funds. So when you put in the hole and you're throwing the index funds in there, it's going to skew the total fees across the board lower, but it doesn't skew the fact that actively managed funds are still just doggone expensive. No other way around that, other than American funds. All right, let's keep going. Uh, share of households, only uh, 44% of households own uh, some kind of mutual fund in uh, 2017. All right. In 2004, Vanguard touted its low expense and corporate governance structure, i.e. they're owned by their shareholders, uh, while Fidelity touted its stock pick and research prowess. Uh, but Fidelity's funds expenses were typically higher. Over the fa- past 15 years, the fund industry, especially Fidelity, has seen the expense ratios fall a lot because of the so-called Vanguard effect. There you go. John Bogle has saved countless tolls of Americans, just billions of dollars. Uh, low expenses have become a source of pride for Fidelity. And in August and September, Fidelity even launched four zero expense ratio index funds. So it's worth comparing the two giants of the industry uh, uh, 15 years later. This paper aims to give investors some help by comparing the two. All right, so uh, let's see. In these two exhibits, a blue cell indicates victory. Specifically, victory means higher return, lower tax costs, lower expense ratio, higher tracking, precision, higher diversification, and lower turnover. So blue is a win. Yellow indicates a draw. And a crimson, and V in average Vanguard minus... Uh, fidelity indicates Vanguard wins in a green number. F. Okay, gotcha. So a crimson and a V indicate a Vanguard win. Uh, a green and an F indicate a Fidelity win. Because the logo of Vanguard's colored crimson, the logo of Fidelity is green. Okay, cool. So let's take a look. So here we get, remember, blue is a winner for Vanguard. Or blue is a winner, that's right. So we got blue is a winner, yellow is a draw. So domestic stock index funds. Here's Vanguard, Vanguard Admiral Index, and here's Fidelity. So the expense ratio, Fidelity wins. How does Fidelity win that? Point, oh, 0.015. Okay, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Well, I mean, by this time, it's a race to the bottom. It's no big deal. So uh, Fidelity 500 Index Fund versus Vanguard uh, S&P 500. Fidelity wins on expense ratio. and bef- oh, Okay, I see how they're doing this. Oh, this is pretty cool. I like this. Let's see if I can't make this bigger. All right, so here it goes. Here's a, a Vanguard 500 fund compared to the Fidelity 500 index fund. Vanguard wins in everything after tax return, tax cost. Fidelity wins in expense ratio and before tax return. Isn't that interesting? Um, and the, the before tax return is 13.1 for Vanguard and 13.11 for Fidelity. The after tax return is 12.63 for Vanguard, 12.57 for Fidelity. Uh, the tax cost is 0.47 for Vanguard and 0.54 for Fidelity. So even though the expense ratio is lower, uh, Vanguard does better. All right, cool. Uh, this is the uh, total stock index, I imagine. Yeah, it'd be roughly the same thing. Other than expense ratio, Vanguard wins across the board. So that's, uh, there you go, man. That's pretty cool. All right, so Vanguard and total stock and uh, Fidelity, uh, Vanguard wins both the total stock and the S&P 500 index. Uh, here we got... Uh, extended market index, uh, Vanguard wins uh, mostly, uh, except for a couple areas. One's a draw, and then the pre-tax return, Fidelity wins for three and five years. So Vanguard, again, of the domestic index, Vanguard wins going away. There's no, no other way around that. And I say going away. We're still talking pretty minimal difference here. Uh, Vanguard growth index fund value. And this is why I own the Vanguard value index fund. Um, 
and it looks like Vanguard wins on uh, what's this after tax from yeah okay so pretty doggone close here okay Fidelity doesn't have much so Fidelity doesn't have much of a track record uh, to compare all right so that's what I own the Vanguard value index fund all right let's see where Fidelity wins we'll see Fidelity doesn't have that much of a track record to seek of here yeah so Fidelity only goes five years so uh, until Fidelity has more of a track record I think you gotta go Vanguard without quite I mean just look at this blue so, and, I mean, just look, the Fidelity's expense ratios are lower, so they can tout their lower expense ratios. Pretty good marketing ploy, uh, but everything else is in favor of Vanguard. I mean, just look at that. It just does, it doesn't come close. And the fact that Fidelity doesn't have 10 years, uh, would Vanguard wipe them up. There's no other way around that. Uh, I just There's just no other way around that. That's fantastic. All right, so now we got uh, diversification and turnover. The yellow is a tie. The blue is for uh, in favor of Vanguard. At this stage, it's pretty much the same. Turnover is pretty low across the board. Uh, huge amounts of holdings. Yeah, so that, that's a wash. Tracking error is pretty doggone close across the board. We're talking literally one one-hundredth of basis point difference here. So that's that's just not a big deal. Diversification. Let's see. Yeah, man. I mean, you're talking minimal stuff here. All right. I mean, look at this. <laughs> uh Tracking error, here's a, a, we're talking point, oh, well, here, I mean, it's a little bit different there. So tracking error, the Vanguard communications, but I mean, this is the thing, why would you get a Vanguard communications ETF or a Vanguard consumer staples ETF or a Fidelity consumer staples ETF? I mean, don't do that. That's active trading stuff. So and don't, just don't do that. I mean, you can, I get it, but here the Vanguard's 0.04 is the, as a, as a tracking error. Here's Fidelity's 0.03. Uh, I mean, but come on, man, this is a tracking error based on the S&P 500. It's, it's tracking to an actively managed index anyway. I presume it's the S&P 500. All right, so let's make this a little bit smaller because that bores me. Um, I'm going to look at bonds. There we go, bonds. No, nope, that's real estate sector. Domestic stocks. So Vanguard smokes some domestic stocks. Uh, it means Fidelity's are a little better before, before tax returns and Vanguard a little bit better. Uh, after tax returns in general the for the before tax return it's hard to say who the winner is but for the after tax return vanguard is clearly the winner uh vanguard research has shown that of all the expenses investors pay taxes can take the biggest bite of returns uh most mutual fund managers are not concerned with the tax implications of their trading um and vanguard wins in that vanguard is much more tax efficient than fidelity I and mean, that's all you need the cost fidelity is a little bit cheaper than vanguard but nothing right, i just want to talk about bond funds in here Domestic stock index, okay. Yeah. And here we're talking to what the indices are. I guess they don't talk about bond funds. That's weird. All right, well, they don't talk about bond funds. They just talk, uh, I'd like to see the bond funds. And this is Alan Roth. Okay, so here's number seven. All right, interesting. Uh, concise summary of the comparison. Uh, the number of blue cells wins and Vanguard at 31. Uh, before tax, Fidelity had 26. The average differential between Fidelity and Vanguard, the number of Fidelity winning funds at 12. Uh, uh, it just, well, that was interesting, but uh, I would definitely, that's not that interesting. I, I'd take, uh, I thought it'd be a little bit more. I thought there'd be more to it. I'd take Vanguard just because, again, we see these blue across. Look at that. And it's just blue, 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 blue for 1, 3, and 10. Uh, we can't go to 10 because Fidelity doesn't have a 10-year track record. So there you go, my friends. If I'm choosing between index funds, I'm still going Vanguard, even though Fidelity has done 
you know, pretty good job uh, reducing their fees and making it competitive, but uh, I'm still going Vanguard. We'll see you.